Welcome back to Shia Proceed Podcast. Today is going to be an emotional day for me. It's going to be a hard one. Um, As you know, my show is about relationships, society, health and wellness, culture, and bringing you amazing people who are doing amazing things. And today, okay, this is going to be a, a, a doozy because I am bringing you someone that I have watched grow up for decades and she has turned into the most beautiful and amazing woman miss vanity hill oh my god <laughs> it's the intro for me <laughs> it's everything for me it's you for me it's you for me so welcome to the show i'm so happy to have you on you are like my little cousin you are like my family and so everyone who doesn't know which is crazy if they don't know. I have known this young woman for most of her, I want to say I'm, I've known you. Okay, so oh, Jesus, her her cousin and I are best friends. Let me just say that right now because she'll correct the world. Gia Don Prudham and I have been best friends since fifth grade. That's the way I have to introduce the whole situation. So I've been part of your family since I was like 10, 11 years old. Okay, so you probably weren't even born. Okay, so you probably weren't thought of. (laughs) So your family is my family. They've watched me grow up. I've watched you grow up and I've seen you go through so many beautiful things and you have just blossomed into this amazing woman. And I'm so honored to have you on the show because you're family. And also, I love what you're doing. So, Vanna, you're an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, you are a mentor. You're out here doing amazing things. You have started foundations to giving out scholarships. You are a mover and shaker. You are now, um, I've seen you interviewing people on podcasts in different mm-hmm. areas. You have moved your career into helping others, which is something your family does all the time. Mm-hmm. And now, okay. You have followed in footsteps of your father, who's a published author as well, your cousin Terry, who's a published author as well. And now you have your own book. Okay. <laughs> Vanity is a published author, a girl and her grandpa. Listen, it's beautiful and I love it. Vanity, please, I, because I'm not doing you any justice, please tell everyone who you are and what you're about, please. <laughs> Well, I mean, how am I supposed to follow that up? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm Vanity Hill. Honestly, starting with entrepreneurs, something that I did not know would happen, especially, you know, this age. So I am an author. I, like she just showed, I'm the author of A Girl and Her Grandpa. Um, a story that I wrote that is very near and dear to my heart. You know, I wrote about the relationship with my grandfather and it is beautifully illustrated. Um, I had the best illustrator in the world who drew my grandfather without ever seeing a picture of him. So that Aww. had me. But when I'm not being an author, um, I am also being a business owner. Um, I have a business that is set to launch next year um, and I will be so happy to release more details on that. But uh, the main thing that we're going to be doing is running my scholarship through it. So I have a scholarship, the James L. Hill um, Memorial Scholarship, and it's a writing contest. So it's also dedicated to my grandfather. So I felt like this book was a great way to start 
really like carrying the legacy on because you know the boys get to take like things like they can wear his clothes they get his last name and all yeah. that I was like, oh no 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 I'm the only girl <laughs> and I did something that I did <laughs> you need to have your own thing you need to have this is this is this is this is him and I this is our thing yeah you have to have that yes exactly so so yeah I I have been working 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 using this quarantine period to really honestly make my dreams come true and God has carried me through it because if you would have asked me a year ago I would have been like oh you know I don't know <laughs> I want to write a book, but I don't know. I don't know anything about publishing. You know, I want to be a business owner, but what is an LLC? So I have really, I got to give it up to God because he's the only I mean, That's your dedication. God, or your dedication is God and then your grandfather. Then, yes. Because, um, you know, I think for me, the quarantine 2020 has really opened my eyes up to my true purpose and what I can do. And even though we kind of know what it is, we tend to be resistant and try to like, yeah, not now. Are you sure? And now it's like, why am I questioning? Let me just push myself forward and do it. What's the, what's the excuse? Let's research what LLC is. Let me figure out. I've been having this idea. Let me push it forward. Let me do it. And that's what you did. You took this time away from everything, which I think some people through the isolation and use it to kind of like grow who they are and some are handling it differently, but you absolutely use it to just amplify your time because you had the scholarship for now about two or three years. You've had the scholarship out that yes. you've been offering to um, high school, high school kids. And mm-hmm. now you're going to have your business coming out, emerge, emerge her. So <laughs> it's it's emerged with an H. So like the her is like amplified. Okay. So whenever I say it, I'm like emerge. Like okay, yeah. I was like, I'm struggling, but I get it, and I'm going to support it. Whatever it is, I'm buying it and I'm supporting it. Yes, yes. So that'll be geared towards um, young women. My demographic is going to be high school graduates, and so we're starting with the scholarship going to start, you know, the business portion of it is what is going to fund the scholarship. Yes. Um, And so from there, I want to award it to, right now I'm at three scholarships. So my first year was 2018 or 2019. Mm -hmm. And um, I awarded two scholarships. And then this year, COVID kind of was crazy. And I didn't feel right asking people for donations, honestly. Um, But I still made my goal. And so I'm re- releasing it next year to three different winners. So it'll be three $500 scholarships to some young African-American high school graduates. So um, that's amazing. I love you doing for everyone else, but I'm going to talk about you and be <laughs> selfish, talk about all what you do. So Vanity, you know, you're a young woman and you are, you come from a family of driven individuals. Like there's mm-hmm. not a person who's not amazing in your family on Either side is like, it's amazing people, funny, loving, mm-hmm. caring, but driven. Um, and you would never know what everybody does because they don't talk about it. Like they're amazing people and you have no idea the influences, the impact that they're making. So mm-hmm. it's safe to say you have big shoes to fill as you walk this earth, because as we both know, um, Greatness is the only thing accepted. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're going to love you, but greatness is accepted. And you walk in that and you have, you truly are that. How does it feel 
to walk in your greatness? How does it feel to really see what you think about and you planted not actually growing? I honestly have been saying it's felt so surreal. Like it hasn't, it hasn't fully hit me yet. Cause it was like such a huge moment. Something that I've always wanted to do is be an author. Since I was a little girl, I've been writing stories and I, it just, I feel like out of body sometimes I'm like, what is this? Like I'm on, I have an Instagram page and people are like, you know, like I'm sharing stuff. Like I'm selling something like I just, it's so surreal. And the only word I can think of to like really explain how I feel besides that is grateful. Like I'm just, I'm just grateful. And I will just, I'll tell you, I tell everybody, I would not be who I was today without Gia, Don, Williams, Prudham. Um, Without my big cousin, I mean, she just got me together (laughs) so many times and pushed me and pushed me along with my other family members. But sometimes when you have a big sister figure, it's it's like you see an example. And so that's what her and her her sister Terry were for me. That that was like the example. So you're right. There was no choice. Like I had no choice but to be great. I've I've been telling G I wanted to write a book forever. So to see it come to fruition is just it's surreal. And I'm just I'm grateful. I'm often overwhelmed. I'm like, who I'm are you interviewing me right now? Like is this this is happening. Is this, real? this is happening. This is happening. And what I what I will say because you're the oldest of two. Yes. So you're the oldest. So it's almost like your brother has is looking up to you. Mm-hmm. But as a young woman, it's really important to have those female mentors, those female examples. Mm-hmm. And besides your mom, your mom is one thing because she's amazing. I love your mom. Yes. You know, she's amazing. But, you know, when you have those questions, when you have those insecurities, mm-hmm. it's great to know you have a huge family. So you found two people who are your cousins, who are like your sisters, big sisters, because it treat me like I'm a little kid. Let's talk about that another time. <laughs> but it's great to have two great women who have accomplished so much in life, who are successful, who are loving mothers, amazing wives, amazing women, have broken barriers, broken ceilings, broke through many barriers to look up to. It's pressure, but it's good pressure because you know that they're going to advise you in the most amazing way. And they're not going to push you in any direction. That's not going to be beneficial for you of a young woman of who you are. So, I mean, I understand the, listen, I know the pressure. I know who you're talking about. I know Gia Don. I I know her daddy, Don, Don Williams. I know oh, yes. the pressure. So <laughs> listen, the stock is real. The stock that you come from is real. I, I totally understand it. So let me ask you this. As much as your family is loving and amazing, you know, it's also private to have that kind of love for your family. You don't, you know, y'all don't let many people in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, to share with the world your love of your grandfather mm-hmm. and how this little girl looks like you. I remember this child said, this is Vandy growing up. This little girl right here with is the puff. what I growing up. <laughs> the puffs and the smiles. And what I love about it, what made you say, I have to, because you could have written about anyone. You could have written about, you know, any grandmother, grandfather, brother, your dad and you, your mom and you, mm-hmm. that relationship. Besides having, I don't get to keep his name. I can't wear his clothes. What made you say, I have to write this book about my grandfather and and me? That's a great question. I 
honestly have been going over ideas on what I was going to write a book about. I've had about 15 ideas in the last two years of what I was going to do. And I wasn't feeling inspired by it. And so I was driving in my neighborhood and I saw like this grandfather playing with his granddaughter and I started crying and I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? It, I mean, it's it's been at least eight years now since my grandfather has passed, but it's still, sometimes it just hits me. And so it, I started like tearing up and I'm like, okay, dissect this, like what's going on, <laughs> what's going on with you? And I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. I need to write about this. Like, I need to write about the most important relationship that I ever had, the one that's most special, the one that I cherish so much. Why not just start with that? And I don't know why it didn't click before that point, but that's when I decided, I'm like, I have to go for it. And it was painful. Oh, Lord. I actually, I wrote it in February and mm-hmm. I just was like, Ooh, I don't know if I can get through this. So I started crying again. I'm a crier. And I started crying again, writing the book because it just was brought back all these memories that, you know, sometimes when you're grieving, you suppress it. Yeah. So it brought out all these things. And I was just like, wait a minute, this is it. And so um, it, I I mean, it was the most honest thing I could do. Um, I've had a blog before and in each of my blog posts, I felt like I was, putting my little heart on on the paper, on the screen. I'm just sitting there like, oh, Lord, I hope these people don't think that I'm going crazy out here. But I always, in my writing, try. I have to come from an emotional place. Otherwise, the words won't come out. Like, I can't write about pop culture. Like, I, just, I can't write about that stuff, but I can write about my life experiences. And so I figured what better way to start my career as an author than to put the most emotional thing I have going on, on paper. And I mean, from there, it just was linking up with my illustrator who has known me for God, for years now since college and letting him know what it was and like how I felt and like what direction I wanted to go in. And, and I mean, it just, the way it came out, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting wonderful illustrations, but I was no, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful book. And, you know, purple, which is like, I thought of the color purple in peace. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that you have in here where the grandfather and, and, and granddaughter can write together, write their memories. Yes. And also, I remember your, I remember from, I guess it's from posts from your dad, the, your, the love of music your grandfather had and how you have that in here as well. And just. It's so beautiful. Like this one right here. Look at that. A little puff. Yes. When we used to do that, we yeah. the, I put those all those things in there because those are things that we used to do. We would draw together. Um, my cousin calls them weird, but like <laughs> it was little little picture art things that hang it on the wall, honey. Listen, it's beautiful. And, and yeah, so all of those things in there were things that were special to me. And so including that journal in there was the most important part of the book for me because I don't really have much. Um, I have a letter he sent me um, in college that's framed now, but besides that, I don't really, I have memories. And so what I want to provide to people is a way to create these tangible memories, recapping like the intangible memories that you're making with your grandparents. And so I titled it the grandparents and kids because I don't, I understand some people don't have grandfathers and, or have lost them. Like, you know, like I have. And so if you have a grandmother, if you have a great aunt, I mean, it's for anybody and everybody to create these memories. Like I want this book to be 
an old beat up colored on i want you to find it in the bottom of a tub you know like a bottom of like a storage box when you're 30 and you bring it out and you're like oh my god i forgot about this and it has your grandparents handwriting on it like that that meant something for me and so. i love you have the coloring pages and where the color of the books and you color with your grandfather and i mean i feel that you're speaking into existence and you know a grand a girl and her grandmother or girl and her aunt. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you have other books to put out because I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I aunties need their books for their nieces. I just, just trying to say. I mean, uh, I, I received it. <laughs> receive it. So what I will say is it was emotional for me because I never had that relationship with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know my mom's parents. So I didn't know my mother's grandparents. And when my grandmother passed away, her mom, um, we got a phone call. And it was like early, like mid eighties or whatever. And then my grandfather on my dad's side passed away after I visited him for a few months in Trinidad. And I was like 11 when he passed away or 12. Mm-hmm. So I never got the chance to have that type of connection like you have with your, you have with your grandparents or just even your family. So when I read it, I was more emotional on the side of losing someone and collecting the memories because, you know, I lost my mom. Yeah. So I thought about that. Like, I wish I had something like this for just to um, collect memories of my mom to so the color. Cause she, my mother would have colored this book up. She'd read it and color and mm-hmm. like, bring me that book and write some memories down. So I connected on a different level with it, but I feel like you just said, even if you don't have a grandfather or a grandmother or that closeness, you can connect to it because every memory is relatable. You have someone in your life that taught you music, who taught you how to draw, who would sit with you. There's always that one older person in your family who will sit with you and listen to you speak and help you do something. And you just have that connection. And that's what I felt with this. And it was really beautifully written. It looks gorgeous. And I'm just super proud of you. And it's to, to put out something so personal I know is difficult because you're letting everybody into your life, you know, um, and it's important to be transparent. I've realized doing this, you get more with transparency to be relatable. And when you share that part of your life and um, how after you hit send and it's out there and it's illustrated and like, okay, this is happening. What's going through your head? What are you thinking about? <laughs> I was freaking out because mm-hmm. it is so personal. And, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my things. Yes, so yes. I I would do this before I would release like blog posts in the past. Like I freak out because it's just pieces of me that are floating out there and now in people's homes. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it's it's honestly like immortal at this point. I mean, like <laughs> actual pictures of you in the back of you and your grandfather. I'm like, oh, Manny got her whole young yes. girl from the back. So she was like transparent, transparent. Okay. Yes. Said, All right. She is back here. She is here. I am. I was I was hesitant. I, I'm just I was just hesitant about putting my own picture in there and then putting in the pictures because those pictures with my papa are one of five pictures that I have. So I don't have very many pictures in my possession of us. So to know that they're in like people's houses, it's just, mm-hmm. it's surreal. I'm like, I never, 
I don't say I never thought, but like it's it's interesting to see like so many people care about my story and like are just willing to support me. Like I don't know why that surprises me because you know I I love people, but like I just it always takes me by like surprise. Like, I'm always like overwhelmed with so much gratitude when people are like, "Girl, I, I bought five of these. Like I've already done it." Or they're sharing. It's like I try to reshare every post. I try to tell every single person that comments in on my dad's post, even, you know, my dad, very popular on the Facebook. So he's the king of Facebook. So I, king, yes. <laughs> yes, I just try to say thank you to everyone. Just express my gratitude. Sometimes I, I honestly feel like I'm not expressing it enough. Like, I don't know what else to say other than I'm so grateful for your support and like, thank you. I feel like that's not enough, but I mean, it's, it's just the response has been overwhelming. And you, when I hit sin enough, you're doing enough because <laughs> you've been giving of yourself for so long with your scholarship that you started in the name of your grandfather. And now you have your business that you're starting to fund your scholarship in the name of your grandfather. You're carrying on his legacy of what he taught you in this book. Like you have immortalized the relationship and little snippets that you have. That's your personal, not the family, not you and your brother. No, this is your personal snapshot, your personal love note to your grandfather that you share with the world. And we should say thank you. We should be thanking you for sharing that because during this time of COVID and social injustice and just everything happening right now, it's nice to have a glimmer of light and hope, nothing negative. And mm-hmm. to show people of color once again being positive because we are not absent, not unaware, a grandfather who's in his grandchild's life, in his children's life. This is what you're showing here. And so we have to thank you for adding another layer of hope, another layer of understanding that. We Black folks got some culture. We Black folks love our family. What you talking about? We not all whatever. And that's what this is, you know? And and to say, like, your father wrote a book years ago, mm-hmm. and Terry wrote a book, and then she's one of your mentors. Mm-hmm. And Gia, who needs to write a book, I don't know why she has a done I don't know yet. why. That's another conversation. Another well, conversation of itself. <laughs> of itself. <laughs> when you are writing this, did you tell anyone what you were going to do, or did you do it in silence and then say, hey, I did a thing? I I didn't tell many people. Um, I, I didn't even tell my parents until I was getting ready to get into illustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, because I, I wanted, it was so special to me. And so I knew it was going to be special to my dad, especially. Mm-hmm. And, my mom. and so I wanted it to be like a solid thing. I had to prove more so to myself that I could do it mm-hmm. and move along in the process. Like, Hey, this is real. Like I actually, like I wrote it and I'm going to like publish it this year we're gonna make this happen and so I didn't I think I told my boyfriend that's it I I didn't tell my parents until maybe like I would say about a month or two after I wrote it so we were already in quarantine I was like hey listen all right I did this thing and they were like you wrote a book like (laughs) we've been telling you to do that what do you why did you just tell us so yeah, I kind of kept it to myself and I didn't tell my my grandmother who was mad at me about that, but <laughs> I didn't tell like my grandmother, I didn't tell Gina, Aww. I didn't tell anybody because I wanted it to be a tangible thing 
so I could show you like, hey, like this is what it looks like. I didn't want people to just read the words, but like, look at the illustrations, look how I laid this out. Like I wanted it to be closer to a finished product when I presented it to everyone else in my family. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and you can answer if you want to, if you don't, you don't have to. But why do you think your grandmother was upset you didn't tell her? Oh, well, she probably, I don't know. <laughs> she wants to be in the know. She okay. wants to be in the know with like all the things that we're doing, me, my brother. Per usual. Per usual. Okay. She wants to be in the know. So, yeah, she was, I mean, when I finally showed it to her, she was like, you didn't even tell me that you wrote a book. I'm like, well, I wanted you to see it first. Like, I just, it was more special to me when you could, she could hold it in her hands and be like, my granddaughter did this. So she got over that real fast and she called everybody she and they had her. <laughs> she everybody, heard her on the phone in the middle of the night. Vanity has wrote a whole book. <laughs> it's on Amazon. So she got over it. <laughs> Do you also think, I know for me, this is, I know for me, I tend to not say anything of fear of it not happening. Mm-hmm. So I tend to not share until it's done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you're doing something. Like, mm, yeah, I'm doing something. Like, till this day, my dad doesn't know I do a podcast. You have My dad has no, oh, he has no idea. What? I know, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> people think I'm crazy. He, he probably has, and I have him, I have made him subscribe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He probably has no idea what <laughs> what's happening. And like, so I'm like, why didn't you tell him? I said, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And I think for me, the difference is I want to be successful and say, this is what I'm doing. Even though I could, I can very well do that now. I don't know why I haven't done yeah. it. I haven't told him, but like, when I was doing all of this and everything else that I do, I tend not to say anything until I know, like you said, until it's like tangible, like here's the product. Here's the launch date. It's happening on this day. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is what I'm doing. Because when I did this, Gia was like, you didn't tell me. I was like, hey, you can't know everything in my life. <laughs> you can't You can't know everything happening in my life. So I know for me, sometimes I think about it. Ha- I'm afraid of it not happening. And I don't want to disappoint those that love and care for me mm-hmm. as if I'm telling you this grand thing and then nothing happens. Because mm-hmm. my biggest fear is that failure or disappointing you. Like I didn't, I didn't succeed. It's not out there. So I understand, you know, wanting to have something real to say, hey, it's like going to hit the stores in two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how has it been for you now? Okay. The book's out there, Amazon, mm-hmm. get it, order it. It came to me within a day. And people are buying it. They're sharing the post. They're giving you feedback. What type of pressure are you feeling now when it comes to the next level? Because it's always now the demand will be more. It may not come from other people, but on yourself. Mm -hmm. What's next besides having your business that's going to be opening up in 2021, which is kind of like you already had it in the works because you're doing your scholarship, what do you see next coming for you? Like, what do you think you want to write next or do with this? Um, so I'm excited about these books. I always thought I would come out with a book like about me, which I am eventually, but like jumping into the children's book world, I've really been enjoying it. And so what I'm going to work on next is a collaboration with my dad. 
On oh, a that's going to be fun. Yes, and so me saying it to you is holding me accountable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving it forward. Um, and then I'm also going to be working on another book, um, tackling body image, because that's something oh. I struggled with. That's something practically everybody I know has struggled with in different ways. And so I'm going to tackle that also um, for another children's book. So I'm already like, my brain's already going um, for, for, for that. And then as far as Emerge, um, definitely the scholarship, raising as much money as I can, see if we can hit three scholarships again next year, and then maybe four the next year. I don't know, just speaking into existence. Um, but besides that, I, st- I want to do programs with Emerge uh, besides the scholarship, like maybe like a prom giveaway or a graduation type of thing. I haven't ironed those details out just yet because I just wanted to start with one thing. I have a habit of having really big ideas that I have to be like, hey, let's do let's do one or two at a time. <laughs> and then, like keep it rolling because I do work full time still. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, you know, segment my time, but that's what I see next is more books, um, children's books, book books. Like I, I, I'm in my writing mode, which is something that I have been praying to be in for, I don't know, 10 years. Like I, I've just, that is what I see next for me. Um, besides, you know, working in my job at Rice, that is where I want to go with being an entrepreneur is, is working on this business and getting more books out there. Because now that I've seen the impact of this one, I now have had other areas like where I'm passionate, like the body image. And then the collaboration with my dad is going to be really special. Just kind of keep bringing that out and keep churning it out because you're only as good as the next book. You have to like keep going (laughs) and I don't want to stop. So I understood what you were saying. Um, we put pressure on ourselves. I'm a perfectionist, which is so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I can't put it on Instagram until I have my photo shoot. I had to get a photo shoot first. And it's a beautiful photo shoot is that. I mean, you look gorgeous. <laughs> Honey, the, the lavender suit. Oh, the lavender suit. I was trying to give y'all, come, <laughs> I was trying to give y'all Michelle Obama. And we felt it in all of it. It's all there. <laughs> beautiful it's beautiful thank you so how do you feel because it's it's coming and i'm not trying to freak you out but now you are someone that's going to be looked up to mm-hmm. i mean yes you have your mentors you have your big sisters you have your big cousins but now you're putting out information you're putting out products that are there to motivate encourage young black women mm-hmm of all ages, because I'm much older than you and I feel encouraged, I feel motivated and I feel inspired by you. How does that feel to know that now you are the one people will be turning to saying, Vanity, what do I do? Vanity, Mm -hmm. what's next? How does that feel? I I don't know. (laughs) It just feels feels crazy because I've spent so much of my time looking up to other people that now when I have like other people call me big sis, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, what are you talking about? like I'm you, you look up to me like, and I, I mean, I put an unnecessary amount of pressure on myself. Uh, but I, what I've found, especially in the last two or three years is that what anyone looking up to me needs is for me to be authentic. 
Because yeah. when I, I started my organization, my last organization that I later rebranded to Emerge, I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself. I'm like, oh, no, girl, just Christian quotes. No, no Nicki Minaj. No, no Megan <laughs> Stallion. You can't do the only sermon. No, ma'am. And I grew to really understand that, listen, I can listen to Kirk Franklin and Meg Thee Stallion at the same time. Like, it's fine. Like, I need to be authentically me. And I can't put on a facade for social media. Like I'm like, you know, like just like so like holier than thou. Like, you know, I, I never I don't like those accounts. I want you to be real with me. Um, one of the oh, my God, my favorite people on this earth that if she ever sees this girl, I love you is Derek <laughs> Roberts, who is a pastor. She's T.D. Jake's daughter. What I love about her is that she is not one of those pastors that's like talking down at you or like telling you like you're doing this wrong. Like she like uplifts you, but it's also like real. Like she just she talks about pop culture. She has a podcast. I mean, it's just that's what I aim to be. I don't want to I want to be someone that people can relate to that, you know, they don't feel scared to approach. Like I just. I want to be that for people. So I've had several people come to me in my DMs, like about books, publishing and about like Emerge and asking me different questions. And I'm like soaking it all up because I feel like I was training for this for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and now that I don't put as much pressure on myself to be like perfect patty, um, I, I feel like I'm better equipped now. It is still surreal, though, like being called big sis, because I could have swore I was 15 yesterday. But because I you are. Listen, <laughs> what yeah. do I say? I'm not ready for this. <laughs> like, I'm not ready either. Yes, I, I, I find it an honor to think that maybe one day, like, my big sister's kids will like look to me like I've looked to them like that is one of my goals in life is to just keep being like myself and be this role model for my younger cousins for my little brother and his little friends and stuff just an example I want to be an example and I want to be encouraging and help you get to where you're trying to go not everyone's going to be an author not everyone's going to be a business owner but I want to inspire people to be great at whatever it is that they choose so look at you (laughs) this is is too much for me and it's it's so it's great to be able to walk in your true authentic self because I can tell you when you're walking around not being who you genuinely are and you're trying to please too many avenues to keep up with this this presentation, it's so difficult because when it crumbles, it crumbles. And walking in your true self, whatever happens, it happens. If you want to listen to a little bit of Nikki, listen to a little bit of Nikki. If you want to listen to a little bit of Kirk Franklin, hey, you know, we're going to do that too. And that's, that's the reality of being a woman and being a person. Like there's many sides to us and that walks in the no judgment that makes you relatable. That makes people feel that I can talk to her about anything because if you try to be heavily on one side or the other, Mm -hmm. you're limiting yourself and you're not being truly who you are. Now, if that's who you are, that's who you are. But the reality is you struggled with it and you knew this is not who I am. Mm-hmm. Even if I want to stand in the bathroom and listen to a little stallion and work and figure out if my knees do the same thing, that's what I want to do. <laughs> listen, if I want to listen to a little bit of Adams in the morning, that's what I want to do. And that's my choice. That's what 
that's who I am. Maybe I'm just talking about myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, and that's the promise I made to myself um, coming into this year is like just being me. Because last year I put a lot of pressure on myself to be like perfect. I was unemployed, looking for a job. I was trying to finish my master's. It was just a really rough year last year. And I said, uh-uh. When we come in 2020, they they're gonna get what they get, <laughs> and, and that's it. Like I'm not I'm not going to just make myself somebody else to fit into a box. I I just can't do it. So I'm quirky. I'm nerdy. I like to dance, but I can't dance. Like I, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You gotta take me as I am. And I and believe me, I am taking you as you are, as I always <laughs> have. You are a beautiful. So, and I am so proud of you to actually say, I know her, like, I know who she is. I've watched her grow up. I've seen the pigtails and the posts, (laughs) you know, before the press and comb. I was there. I I know her. And I just want to say, I'm proud of you for walking this walk and walking in your purpose of finding out who you are authentically and putting that out there for the world to see and wanting to help others. And I really appreciate you for that. And I want to see you, I will see you succeed. And I'm just going to sit back and be like, okay, this is, look, look what's happening. It's happening. Y'all she's on Oprah's, you know, favorite things list. Y'all she's, Speaking. She's doing it, you know, her and Tabitha Brown out there cooking on a show. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, you know, but it's going to happen. You're going to be on a podcast with, uh, uh, Miss Roberts is going to be Miss Jakes. You know, is her her married oh, name is Sarah Jakes Roberts. Is Roberts. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm be like talking about your book. Yes. So, Van, I want you to tell everyone where to find you, mm-hmm. where to find your book. Okay. Yes, you can find my book on Amazon. You can find it either by typing my name in um, Vanity M Hill. Or by just typing in a girl and her grandpa, it should be the first or second one that pops up. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. Finally made a public Instagram. Um, and that's at Vanity M. Hill. And so tag me, DM me, talk to me. I want to know what you think about the book. And um, I just, I really thank you for asking me to be on here. And thank everybody for their support and their shares and the encouraging words. Like, I have no words for how that much that means to me. No thanks, Nita. I want to say thank you for accepting because I mean you got to blow up. <laughs> I had to get in. I said, let me get her on before she has to. I got to book an appointment through a PR person, which is like, because I'm gonna get an attitude like, listen, huh, I would never don't make me call Gia and say, Gia, I, what is who are you talking to? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> no, no, no. I would go through all the right channels to talk to you. But no, when I saw this, I just like highlighting amazing, influential people. And once you create a platform, you have to use it. And I'm like, this is what I want to use it for. And I, we're family. I wanted to share this. I want to share this with the world and make sure everyone sees it and buys it and talks about it and encourages you and. And I just wanted to everyone to see how amazing you are. And I had to share that with the world. And I want to say thank you for writing the book. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for having your foundation. And just thank you for being you. Continue to walk in your purpose and continue to be transparent because it's a beautiful thing. And doesn't it feel good just to be your authentic self? 
Definitely. It's like you walk around every day not to worry about looking over your shoulder and like anything. Mm-hmm. Just Yes, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Make sure everyone, please go to Amazon and get a girl and her grandpa. You're going to love it. It is the most beautiful illustrated, look, there's Vanity in the back, illustrated book. You're going to absolutely love it. Vanity, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I will talk to everyone later. Bye.